Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 459, recorded from the Deep Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Doing well, parts. Yeah, how's everything well. down in Florida? Fantastic. Things are going. Things are going. Well. We are joined this week, as we said a couple weeks ago, by by Alex Detweiler, the one and only. And this was part of his uh, compensation package for beating me in the big match. As he was able to appear on the podcast without having to pay the normal fee. You know, the fee, the fee to get on is quite exorbitant so we waived the fee as part of the compensation package for winning the match four and two because people don't realize they think we pay them but there's so much exposure being on our show so many eyes and ears listen to this that how do eyes listen i would like to ask you that oh that's a good point (laughs) you obviously are the brains of the family (laughs) so alex thank you for joining us from also from southwest florida how are you doing this evening my pleasure. Uh, doing well. Happy to give a voice to the name uh, to your lovely listeners on the podcast. Yeah, a lot of trash talk, but it's all in good fun. Alex, you're joining oh, us, yeah. and uh, we we got to we got to have our in person meeting, did some prep for the podcast, and now here we go. So what's uh, what's new with you guys? You guys played in the uh, big member member down at the club this green weekend. Green jacket. The green jacket. And neither I noticed neither of you are wearing said jacket, so I'm guessing that was not part of uh part of the weekend yeah no see i'm i'm planning on losing weight this year so okay. getting fitted for said jacket this weekend it wouldn't have fit next year by the time the the champions dinner came around so so you're thinking 24 is the year 24 is the year because i'll be right at my at my playing weight uh yep. and and I'll, I'll maintain that for a while i think so he's got to get down to his fighting this weight. Is, i understand this is a trial run yeah i understand was it a good time? Have you played in this, Mike? No, no I did never played. How was it compared to the uh, Welcome Back one in the fall? Oh, it's different ball game. It's it's better. Uh, I thought, yeah, it's a lot better. I think the format is tough. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's tough. Like every ball in the holes. I I never I don't play tournament golf. I don't play competitively. That was one of the hardest things about the member guest. But even then, you could still pick up because you had a partner. And we were still playing best ball. But and it today, was a match, so you could just concede the match. Oh, right? no doubt, which we did one time before we even got off the tee on number eight. Yeah, we had like four balls in the creek, and then... <laughs> it's good. <laughs> what would we lose eight by? What would we lose it? A double or a triple? They made a five, <laughs> and we were still putting. I think you had like a 17-footer for six, and we conceded <laughs> at that point. Pick it up. It's good. <laughs> well, we won number... Uh, number five with like a seven, I think. Yeah. That was the same match. When you're in those bottom flights with guys who have had strokes three weeks ago, you typically <laughs> do win some. There was a good, there was a guy who had a stroke, Alex, and, and we're neck and neck. And I look at him, I go, this guy's 85 and he just had a stroke. We got to beat these guys. And we didn't. We tied him. We, <laughs> we have the match. Good <laughs> <laughs> shaking hands at the end. Good match, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, Dick, good match. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Dave wow. Torella has an issue. Dave had an issue with the same guys that we did. Who? Playing wrong, playing the wrong tees. We were oh, talking the about best, it. 
Richard yeah, Vasquez. we were talking about it the other day. He goes, there's these guys. He said, they're playing from the ladies' tees, and they're hitting it 230 down the middle. I'm like, he goes, do you remember them? Like, my, my cousin was pissed that day. He's like, this, that's, you can't do that. I mean, he I'm like, yeah, we're doing and- the and we're like, I'd rather give a shot and be hitting five iron off every freaking tee box and still have the same club. Now, the question is, is it's maybe what we do next time we get in. One of us plays the blues, getting extra shots. One of us plays the reds. Like, I play off the reds at like a 10. You're playing off the blues at like a 23. That's a tough combo to beat. Or vice versa. That would really get in people's heads, too. Yeah. When I'm standing way back, oh, this guy, I'll wear the, I'll make sure to wear long pants, a white belt, and a white belt. These guys, and then you get up there and you're punching Judy and from, no, I'm still going to take the self out, hit it like 275. I don't care. <laughs> you're taking your range start. finder off on number five. <laughs> on number four, I'm teeing off in front of the creek. That's what I need on those holes. That's true. You're putting from the tee on some of these part threes. <laughs> <laughs> can I put it on? I can put it on a tee. <laughs> I got this flat stick and I got it on a tee. Uh, there's a lot of green grass in front there. That's so dumb. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about here? Should we just get right into uh Yeah, into we this can just get right into it. We have review a lot we to have cover, coming don't we? All right, we'll be right back. We are back from break, episode number 459 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And as you can tell by the music, we're talking cruising this week. We have Alex joining us, who just got back from a a Disney cruise. Is that correct? That's correct. We went on the the Disney Wish. The Wish. uh, four, Four days, three nights in December. Was that your first Disney cruise? It was. Yeah. Was it was it your first cruise? No, I it's first in a while. I had been okay. on some when I was younger with the family. So this is like your first cruise as an adult almost in that or uh Yes. Yeah, okay. the last one would have been when I was like 16 or 17. So Okay. So that's a big difference cuz you get like the fine dining, you get the the alcohol, all that good stuff comes into play right. on the uh Yep. when you're of age. So that's good. I got a straight I got the CC Sabathia thing going. Yeah, what's going on over here? Your hat's all messed up. You got yeah. too much pants <laughs> in the Smokey Robinson. I looked in, I look like CC Sabathia in three two. Now, should I be concerned that Alex just poured like four fingers of Pappy Van Winkle during that break? I could see him down at the bottom, like filling that thing up. The he had a lot of uh a lot of scotch going there, I think. It's, it started early day. Did it? It was a couple uh, transfusions and just keep couple it going. transfusions at the turn, uh, a couple McCallans at dinner. It, you know what? Not saying we're drinking to forget, but it was not a good good weekend. On it the doesn't course. hurt. If that's a side effect, that's a good one, I guess. That's right. That's right. So what let's uh let's start off. Where I'm assuming you sailed out of Port Canaveral. Is that yep, we did Port Canaveral, which is I mean, it was a three hour drive for us, so it was really easy. That's not fair. um the you know, the onboarding process was seamless, as you would probably expect with really anything Disney. Now, um, is there no longer COVID protocol? Nope, not, no COVID protocol. Nothing. So you don't have a negative test or, or anything. Nope. Show and vaccine was, cards or anything. I think they changed that maybe a month or two months before we went on. Oh, so it was pretty. So when you booked pretty it, recent. they still had that. Protocol. Yeah, when we booked it, it was we were still expecting, and we're all vaccinated, so we were we were fine with it. But um, yeah, we were expecting to have to go through all that, and that two months prior, they they basically said. 
you're good from here on on forward. Nice. So, yeah, it, it worked out well. And and to preface it, there was uh, we went as a group of fourteen, I think. So it was a big family cruise. It's a big group. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, my my immediate family, and then uh, two sets of aunts and uncles, and then my grandpa. Nice. Yep. Yep. I found this on the web. Oh, we got, we got Siri's certain. excited. Hang on. Is that Siri? Who's that? Yeah, Siri. What's her name? That was Siri. We don't want to find. We don't want to know what you found on the web. <laughs> hey, that's a good point, me. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> So what kind of a combination? Like what I know there's different levels of so we did and things uh like we did um just the standard room on the verandas or okay. with the veranda, which is like the the ocean like view balcony. balcony. So yeah. you didn't have like that fake like screen porthole thing, you actually had a real balcony you could walk out and see. It was a real balcony. And to be honest, on the ship I did not see many uh many rooms without them. There was a few internal. Yeah, but everything that was external facing had a balcony, as far as I'm concerned. I may have missed it, but um, it seemed it seemed like there was more balconies on this ship than any other ship I've been on, which was now, nice. I've never been on a cruise, so like when you say balcony, I think of like this overhanging, and you just look straight down, and it's water. But I assume there's no, there's there's two seats out there. There's a table, or like a little. Um, no, but I mean, like when you get, it's not over the edge of the ship, right? There's like ship it, below you. It or... is actually. There's a there's a deck below. I want to say it's like deck five that has. It's essentially like a running path okay. around the perimeter of the ship. So if you look straight down, you're looking at deck five. So like if I was leaning over and I, my my glasses fell off, uh, they would fall down on the deck five most likely. They're not gonna fall into the ocean. Hopefully but, not. But you don't want to fall over the edge regardless. No, it's, it'd probably be more painful to fall on the deck five than it would be to fall into the ocean. I got you. Yeah. That kind of messes me up. I know. You're, you've never cruised, Mike, right? No, I have not. Does the balcony, like, make you nervous on a cruise? For me, it would. Like, I like uh, balconies in a hotel, but on uh, a cruise, I would be like... I'm, I'm not a big heights guy. Like, I'm kind of... Uh, I get a little nervous with heights, and I think that would mess me up. Because with the ship moving, I'd be out there feeling like... Yeah, you know, a sudden jolt would make me uh, go over the edge or something. No, I'm I, pretty I high railing though. No, I mean, there's a they got a they got a good size railing, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a beautiful balcony. The one thing about the rooms, they say it sleeps four. Mm-hmm. Um, it sleeps four, but it's it's really like two adults and two kids. Um, Did you have adults in the room? What's that? Did you have four adults in the room? We had three adults in the room, and it was tight. Oh, okay. Yeah, because my wife didn't go, and then my cousin is single, so he he didn't have anybody going with them. So we actually bunked with my grandpa. Oh, okay. And we show up, and it's one bed, a couch, and then there's like a Murphy bunk bed above the couch that pulls down from the ceiling. Oh, jeez. It was tight. So, so, you were, so you were up on the ceiling, Alex? Is that what you're trying I to I was not. I did not get up on the ceiling. Well, Fortunately, uh, my cousin is is not the tallest in stature, so he was uh, voluntold into getting up into the the <laughs> uh, the, the Murphy bed. Jeez, that's t- yeah. I think that would be uh, learn learn from that and say maybe maybe do two to a room going forward. Yeah, <laughs> it's and amazing. They don't have it was uh, um, we tried it was it was like a it was a I want to say a queen bed maybe a double. Yeah, and we tried to see if they could bring in you know two twin mattresses and split it up. And there was there's no twin mattresses on on the ship. Oh well, which I found kind of surprising, but um, I mean it's meant for families, so that it's it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm guessing you don't spend a lot of time in the room anyway. Really, you're just kind of. I was in there to sleep and change for dinner, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Especially because, like you know, they have room service, but. There's grab and go food on the ship. The the food is really good everywhere you look. Yeah, I suppose really unless you're not feeling well, you're probably not going to be like right down in the room. Yeah, my sister she had a migraine one night, so she stayed in for one night, um, and they did room service. But uh, other than that, nobody really spent much time in the room. Yeah, yeah. Like so. it looked like you had a a question, or you were ready to ask a question there. I was going to ask, how are the rooms? Are they pretty spacious? They're more spacious than other cruise ships, I would say. Which is what I've heard. If if you went in there with two people, um, it was was pretty spacious. I mean, 
I don't know the square footage, but there's enough room. There's actually they they split up the bathroom, which I thought was interesting. So you you have two bathrooms in the room, one with the the sink and the toilet, one with the sink and a shower. So I wonder why they would do that. I don't know, but I, I could see where it could be convenient, and I could see where it could be inconvenient. But aside from a, from a space standpoint. You know, it, it fit. I mean, we could, I wouldn't say all 14 of us could gather in the room comfortably, but you could probably have a couple families get together in a room and be more than enough space. And the balconies, if you have conjoining balconies, you can adjust the door so that it's one big balcony across. So I'm looking at Deluxe Ocean View Stateroom with veranda is 243 square feet, including the veranda. That sounds about right. It's probably. Yeah, yeah, it's probably about 20 feet deep and then 10 feet wide. Has a queen bed, single convertible sofa, upper berth, single pull-down bed, a split bath, a bathroom with a vanity sink, tub with glass door, and a half bathroom with vanity sink and toilet. Yeah. So that sounds like the one. The smallest stateroom they have, the internal inside stateroom, is 169 square feet. Yeah, that's tight. That's small. I mean, 243 is small for three people. Yeah, and without a window, I, I think I would get a little claustrophobic. Well, they also they include the veranda in the square footage. So if you got thirty or forty feet of square footage on the veranda, that's counts towards your square footage in the room. I don't think it's probably fifteen square feet. Okay. It's not but, very big. It's yeah, like three by five. But still, that's tight. I mean, how big are the value rooms at Disney? I know you. They're like two change high twos, two seventy five maybe. Oh, they're that small? I didn't realize. Yeah, that's... because the, the moderates are in the uh, low threes. So it's about the size of a, a value room then. Yep. And for a cruise ship, that's pretty big. I mean, yeah, it's pretty big. Where the rooms are really tight. See, I've never done it. So every time I think of like a room on a cruise, I just assume like you're like in an airplane bathroom where you could barely move around. And... It's not that small. No, but, that's good. I mean, you got to think the cruise ship's trying to maximize the space for other activities. So, sure, they're not going to leave a ton of room. And there's a lot of people on these ships. I think the capacity on this one was around 4,000. Yeah, I know that they're in the fours. Yep. So, I mean, that's a lot of people to fit on a, I'd say it's probably a mid-sized ship. Would you say it was, was it two capacities, did you think? I don't, it didn't seem full. No, I think they said it was, but there's, there's a lot of open space on the ship. So, it never really seemed that full. Well, let's get into the uh, the agenda a little bit. What was uh, what were the stops and everything like that for this itinerary? So we set sail Friday afternoon out of Port Canaveral, and then we uh, we made it to we stopped in Nassau, Bahamas, the first day. Um, not a whole lot to do in Nassau. It's kind of like a you know it's a typical Bohemian town. Um, we went to Atlantis and gambled a little bit, which mm-hmm. was fun. I left with zero dollars, <laughs> unfortunately, but you know that happens. Um, and then we got back on the boat. Went, I think we we arrived around nine o'clock in the morning, and then we left at around four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, so you got a so, full nice six seven hours yeah, that you can spend. There's enough time. Like if you booked an excursion, you had enough time to go and do it and be comfortably back. Yeah. Without having to rush, because you can even was... like sometimes you could play golf as your excursion, things like we, that. We right? thought about it, but yeah. with, with fourteen of us, it just there was no way. And so right. we well, how does that work? Day. Well, you'd book golf separately. Like there wasn't a golf excursion, but there's a lot of golf courses down in the Bahamas. Uh, and you can just play. bring your clubs on board. Well, I suspect no, you, you would rent clubs. You'd have to rent. You'd have to rent them. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you probably could. I think you're given two bags, so. I don't see why you couldn't bring your clubs, but you could uh, throw some underwear down in the ball pocket yeah. on the golf bag. You you can make it work. You don't really need clothes on a cruise, so yeah, just bathing soup, flip flops, and you're good. That's right. So we we left Atlantis or, or the we left Nassau around four thirty five. The next stop was Castaway K, which is the Disney private island. I didn't get off the ship. I actually that was my spa day, so I oh. went and got a massage that day, which was. The spa was really nice. That was a highlight of the ship. Now, are you? Now, a, what was, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Gary. I was just gonna say, are you a massage guy? Is this like on special you... occasions, like on special trips, I'll treat myself. I don't get them regularly. But, but you've had um, them before. It's not like the first time you said no. You know, not the first time. It. Nothing won't be the last. Every time I get a massage, I tell myself I need to do this more often, and then I wait like three years for another special trip and then get another massage, and then do the same thing again. But um, yeah, the spa was really impressive. I, the we had family members that got off the ship at Castaway K. They liked it. Um, there's not much to do other than you know there's water sports that you can book. They have parasailing, snorkeling. Uh, they've got those big aquatic bikes that you can pedal around in. Uh, they've got a kids beach and then adults only beach. Um, sounded like everybody liked their time on Castaway K. Didn't sound like there was anything else to do really. And you know us being from Florida. I go to the beach quite often, so I didn't really need to get off and go to another beach. So that's why I did a spa day. And it was good. How much did that run you, the the massage and everything? The massage, I, uh, I want to say it was $300. I was going to say around that. I was going to say 250 yeah. $300 for that. Yeah. yeah I think they, don't, was, they definitely was, don't discount it when it's on the uh, on a ship, I assume. So No. No, it's like it's your last resort, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was around 300 and it was a, it was like a, they call it a 50 minute massage, but it was right around an hour. So, and then we just hung out by the pool the rest of the day, which was nice. Nice. And then the day after that, we were back. So it was a real, it was a quick weekend trip Friday night to, uh, or well, Friday afternoon to Monday morning. That's not bad. So let's talk. I mean, the most important thing is the food that we care about. Right. And I know there's some like nice sit down restaurants and like they have the buffets and the grab and goes, but what, uh, did you guys do any of the sit downs? We did. We didn't do any of the specialty dining. So they, okay. we went up, we actually saw it. Um, they have some adult only restaurants, which were really nice. Uh, those are like you like formal, not formal, like a suit, but like you have to wear pants and stuff. I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I didn't actually see anybody walk in and out of there, so I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know, but sorry, there's a helicopter going over my head. I don't Carlos know. It's spraying don't know. some fungicide. <laughs> Carlisle's out there with DDT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I would assume it's more formal. Um, we did the basic, I think the basic meal plan, which anybody that goes on the ship, you get the three dinners included and they rotate through dining rooms. Um, there's three dining rooms. The first night we did, it was frozen themed. So it's like a character dinner. The food was really good. Um, but the theming must have driven you nuts. I was not a, as a, a non Disney fanatic. It was, it was driving me a little crazy. Were there any like kids or is this all adults too? In your... On our in our group, we had yeah. uh, I have a thirteen year old cousin and a two year old cousin, and my distant my sister who is she's thirty four. She's a big Disney fan, so she was enjoying it. So some people liked it. So it wasn't like yeah, a yeah. it wasn't a miss for the whole group, but the food made no. up for the uh, uh, and and my I would consider my family a Disney family. So they okay. they all enjoyed it, um, and it was I mean it was great food, and it's a you know it's a three course meal. You can order. As many appetizers as you want. You can do double entrees if you want. It's all included in the in the, the cost of the cruise. Um, I want to say that the that one had a like a French onion soup ish, oh. like a maybe a spinoff of a French onion soup. And then I did um, it was like a scallop risotto. I want to say, which is really good. They they had good. They had very good food. Uh, the desserts were. They have an ice cream sundae at every restaurant. And so naturally, it's like an ice cream Sunday special. It's different each night. So naturally, I I, I hammered that. Pretty You're good. an ice cream guy. I am a big ice cream guy. Me too. That's my go-to sweet. Like ice cream, I could eat ice cream every day. I try yeah, my, not. My to, wife but... and I, we built our relationship on pints of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah, it's that's why I'm trying to lose weight this year. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you the story about the ice cream when I was at the the hotel in Florida for my conference at work? No. Yeah, how much it was. Yeah. Did I did you hear this, Alex? No, I did not. So we were at the hotel. We had our full day of conference stuff. There were guys drinking at the bar. I didn't feel like drinking, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna grab some ice cream. 
watch some TV. I think there's a football game on or something. I'm going to go watch TV in my room. So I go into the little like sundry shop in the hotel in the freezer. They have pints of Ben and Jerry. So I found one I liked. I brought it up to the checkout. She scans it. She's like, $17.93. So excuse me? I said, 17? She said, yeah. I said, are you sure? She said, yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to get it. I'm sorry. I'll go put it back. Like, I'm not super cheap, but I can't. Like, a pint of Ben & Jerry's is five ninety nine anyway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anywhere you go in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand maybe $7, maybe That's $8. What I said. Even 9 or 10 If it was 10 I would say, you know what? The, the hell with it. I'll buy it. Yeah. But 17 Resort life, 10 bucks. You know, that's fine. Yeah. So there was a Publix across the street, so I took the 20-minute walk, crossed a six-lane road, and got my Ben & Jerry's at the Publix yeah. for five ninety five. They probably had to buy one get one free. Yeah, well, I only got one because I didn't have a freezer <laughs> in the room, but... Nice walk. That was worth it. Saved yeah. off half the calories on the walk back That's and right. forth to the public. Anyway, right. so. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. that when they... That's insane. Because the other stuff, like they had some nice, like they'd make sandwiches for you fresh. And they had like a nice Reuben I had. It was huge. It was like $13.95 and it came with a bag of chips. Like that's a decent price for like a nice yeah. corned beef That's Reuben. a great price for that. Sure. And then, you know, the sodas, whatever, three or four dollars. And then yeah. like, Ben and Jerry's for $17. I couldn't believe it. I almost dropped it, like everything. I was. was in... Were there other ice cream options on the on property, or was it that? It... They had actually an ice cream shop, but they were closed. It was like after not. They closed at nine. This was like at ten o'clock or something. So, no, that was really it. That I could have got like a. I could have got like a Snickers ice cream bar or something, but sometimes That's when not... you want a, a pint of ice cream, you want a pint of ice cream. That sounds like price gouging to me. Yeah, it definitely did. Maybe the, they raised the price of the Ben and Jerry's after the ice cream shop closes the for the night. <laughs> you want this ice cream, you're going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I didn't mean to derail your uh, ice cream sundae talk, but that made well, me you're good. It was uh, three different ice cream sundaes. I can't remember them off the top of my head, um, but they were all fantastic. So, um, dinner service. And the nice thing is, so you eat at three different restaurants, but you have the same servers every night. So they follow you from restaurant to restaurant. Right. I know people really, I've heard that before and I know people really like that. It's a good. I thought it was cool. And you, you kind of get to know the people that are, that you're, that are serving you. Yeah. By the end of the, I mean, it's only a three night cruise, so I don't spend a ton of time with them, but um, you kind of get to know them and they know what you like and all that good stuff. So, so that was the first night. Uh, the second night was, it was night. It was like a, it was a, it was a date. I think it was 1923. Uh, it was based on when Disney was founded. That would be nineteen twenty because this is the hundred year this year, so that makes sense. There it is. So it was nineteen twenty three, uh, and that was more of like a old school, um, kind of like a steakhouse feel. There was some you know original cartoons on the wall, which were really cool. Uh, I bet it had a very Hollywood Brown Derby feel. I don't know if you've eaten there. That, yes, it was a lot like Brown Derby in Hollywood Studios. Yep, thousand percent. That's a very good That's call. Cool. Uh, good food again that night. I had a. Um, a uh, rack of lamb that was really good. Uh, the uh, I think everybody else at the table got steak, and they all said it was really good. So it was like a filet mignon. Um, I don't remember the appetizer that night. I had soup again, but I don't remember what it was. Um, and then that and it's that, funny how like you and Mike are like soup guys, and you bond over that. And now me and you are ice cream guys, and we can. Yeah, the, I just gotta find I gotta find an entree guy. And we'll you gotta find saying. an entree guy. Who knows. <laughs> Maybe Mike Taranko could be your entree guy. He might be my, he might be my entree guy. We can bond over a nice rack of lamb. That sounds good, though. That's something I would never, ever order. I think I would order on a cruise ship because if I didn't like it, I could just be like, can you bring me a filet? Right, exactly. And it's, you know, you're on vacation, you're low stress, so why not have something that, that puts you out of, uh, maybe out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Now, did you do multiple entrees? Multiple? No, I did not. Nothing? And honestly, I I will get into this, but I had been drinking a lot all day, so because uh, you're a day you know, a drinker, a lot of beers fill you up, so it's just that can not not a lot of room for food. So I made sure to save room for an ice cream sundae every night. Hmm. Uh, the 1923 ice cream sundae was a it was a vanilla ice cream over a brownie with some chocolate fudge and whipped cream on top. That, that one I remember vividly because it was really good. That sounds good. That's like a perfect sundae. It is. It, it's the Sunday. When I think ice cream Sunday, I think of that. The brownie. So, you need the brownie. The warm brownie where the ice cream melt. starts to melt. 
and the brownies at the bottom. So you, yes. you do a nice, nice spoonful, and you get the brownie bite at the bottom, and it's a nice little treat. Mm-hmm. That was good. That is a good. That's the best one of the day, right there. Always. Is it by far the best one of the day? <laughs> by far, by far the best one of the day. <laughs> uh, and then the third night was it was actually Avengers themed. So I, I had completely forgotten that Disney owned the rights to Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was a little little shocked when we showed up to dinner and it was all Avengers themed. But it, it was good food. Um, that one was, I would say, my least favorite of the three. I don't even really remember what I ate. Um, that goes back to the day drinking. They, they, this is this is now three days of drinking <laughs> on a cruise ship. So yeah. <laughs> I was in a rough place that night. But um, it was it was good food again and it was more so that like you know we had to get off the ship at 6 a.m the next day so i was already kind of planning ahead um but you know that one had some entertainment as well and that was all done uh like by video so they had like screens throughout the restaurant that showed avengers stuff which was pretty neat the kids liked it so and we ate a they have two seatings uh every night there's five or eight and we all agreed that eight o'clock was a little late for us to eat dinner because by the time you get your entree, it's like nine thirty. So we chose the uh, the five o'clock seating. So, Mike, I suspect you would be the opposite. On yeah, that. I'd do the nine thirty seating. <laughs> now, I, I also suspect you would have booked the upgraded restaurant. Maybe. Uh, yeah, night. depending on which one. So we, I, if I had gone on it with my wife, I probably would have done the upgraded restaurants. But we had kids in our party, and the the upgraded. Oh yeah, all, no, all yeah, no sense. doubt you want to be with the right. Yeah, the yeah that makes that makes sense. So yeah, they did look nice though, and the bars were the bars were impressive. Uh, and I would say that's the nice thing about the five o'clock seating is when you get out of the five o'clock seating, all the parents that have kids are with the parent or with their kids, and then all the people that are on the ship that maybe don't have kids or have older kids are in the eight o'clock seating so the bars were it was basically ours to enjoy so for a miserable curmudgeon like me would you recommend a later seating other would there be less kids or um yes i think there would probably be less kids at the eight o'clock seating so I, but again you know it there's a lot of adult only if, if that's what you're after, there's a lot of adult only parts of the ship. It's not an adult only necessarily, but I don't like kids, which doesn't make sense because I'm a huge Disney nerd, but I hate being around little weasel kids. So if you don't like little weasel kids and it's not adult only, what are you what are you after? Just like the dis just the Disney brand. Gotcha. You know, there I will say the 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 adult only they have some adult only bars that were Disney branded. They have a Star Wars bar that was pretty cool. Yeah, I heard about a cocktail. Did you see the price of the cocktail in there? $5,000. You know what? Yeah, we were talking about that during our round. Yeah, we were. And it's not just one cocktail. It's actually you get four drinks, one of them being a, a 2 ounce pour of Pappy 23. Uh, what is it then, now? Is that a a good drink or? So Pappy 23 is a whiskey. Um, it's, I'm not going to say, I, it's probably one of the, the best in the world. And it's I think very highly sought after. Made. I know that. Yeah. I think it's more of like a demand, like a supply and demand thing where there's, they only produce so much a year. So I think retail, it's like two fifty a bottle, but because they only supply a very little amount every year, they actually like auction it off and people spend like $5,000 on a bottle of Pappy 23. So it's very, very sought off, sought after. I think a shot of it is like two hundred fifty bucks at a bar. And then, like I, I, I read, don't I know that they do a really nice wine? And then, don't they do a gin? Yeah, there's a gin, a wine, the Pappy Twenty Three, and then there's a fourth one that I don't remember. Well, the and wine then, is is from Skywalker Ranch, though, right? It's like a, um, it's like a Star Wars themed wine or something. I can't remember if the wine that comes with it is, but there is a you get a bottle of the Skywalker Prosecco sent to your room. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking. Okay, and it's like custom engraved, so you get that, and then you get four tickets or four passes to Skywalker Ranch in California whenever you want to go. So it's not like you're not like paying five thousand dollars for one drink, and granted. I, I'm not paying $5,000 for that ever. That's right. It's, that's it's not right. worth it, but there are people that will, and you're getting more than just, you know, one, right. 
two ounce pour of whiskey. Yeah, so. because all you all you see from the haters are like, you know, oh, they're screwing you again, five thousand dollars for a drink, and I'm like, well, what what's all included in that? I, would I mean, say... you can't justify it. Like, you can't justify <laughs> a lot of things, but right. You can look at like these social media influencers that have millions of followers and they're going to do it so they can, you know, sure. like vlog it and get sure. the YouTube views and stuff. Right. And they're like, going to, yeah, and, they're going to make their money back. And there are people out there where money just truly does not matter. So they're going to do they it. They just want the most expensive. To do it. Yeah. And they can take a video of it and, you know, show off. It's like that Salt Bay guy that has the $900 steaks yeah. and stuff. Like, <laughs> it's just to say you did it. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So that bar was cool, and then there's a there, my favorite bar on the ship. Not to not to uh, get away from the the dinner or the food, but my favorite bar on the ship is called the Rose. Uh, it was right outside of there's a steakhouse that is Beauty and the Beast themed, okay. which we didn't eat in. But right outside the entrance, there's a Rose, and it's just glass walls overlooking the water. Uh, beautiful setting. Siri again. again. I'm gonna take my watch off. Um. Beautiful, beautiful look over the water. Uh, really interesting cocktails. And then they actually had a, it was called the Somalia's Choice, which is what I did as a nightcap every night. And it was, I'm going to say it was 10 bucks. And they basically brought you whatever, a glass of whatever wine they had opened already from dinner service. Hmm. And they were, I got a, I got a pour of uh, Amarone, which is like a, probably, I don't, I don't, I don't shop for wine very often, but I'd say it's probably like a $75, $80 bottle at a liquor store. So if you got it at a restaurant, it'd probably be like 150, 200 bucks. And it was 10 bucks. So it was, it was a good deal. Are you a wine guy? Do you like wine once in a while? It can be. Yeah. In social settings. I don't, I I mean, I'll drink it at home with dinner. I'll drink a glass of wine with dinner, but I'm not like, if I had to choose, I would not be a wine guy. Yeah. I don't like it. I figured, you know, I like, I like gambling. So, Throwing a little bit of luck into the uh, into the drinking never hurts. <laughs> they so. didn't bring out they didn't bring out the box of uh. They didn't bring out Franzia. Franzia. I, wasn't, I wasn't slapping the bag. <laughs> <laughs> they start pouring the Franzia Rosé in your cup for ten bucks. Like, all right, well, I lost that one. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there are some downsides to it, but <laughs> it's like let's make, let's make a deal. You pick the goat <laughs> behind door number two. Right, right. It was fun. It kept it interesting. So now I was going to ask, and I I knew the i think i knew the answer but you confirmed it so alcohol i know a lot of cruises you can buy like an alcohol package but disney doesn't do that right it's all a la carte for alcohol right, it's all a la carte disney does not do that and it's a la carte plus gratuity so it adds up in a hurry i'm sure it's not cheap either it's it's not unreasonable like, like how much beer? is a draft beer or whatever you were like the beer you were drinking like six seven bucks six bucks yeah so it's not unreasonable that's not bad that's not no, terrible for, for, for a pint of beer that's i mean that's what you'd pay at a bar on, on yeah non-happy hour prices so now do they uh, not do drinking packages because you just don't want people getting plastered i'm pretty I sure trying that's to keep with the I would, family i would atmosphere. assume that's what it is yeah i had never been on a cruise that didn't have it but it again i mean it's disney so they, I, I'm not going to say they encourage drinking, but they're not going to say no to drinking. I just don't think they're going to put out the, uh, you know, the all, you, all can you can drink and get sloshed by 2 p.m. package. Now, did you do any of the other like 24-hour buffets, things like that, while you were? So I did the the breakfast buffet was phenomenal. Uh, I was going to ask you about breakfast. Probably the best hash browns I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, they were they were the really they were. Maybe a half inch thick, crispy all around. You could basically just pick it up and eat it with your hands. It was really good. I did that with some uh, some. They had fried rice for breakfast, which I thought was a phenomenal idea. So I had some fried, fried rice. Fried rice. That's it. That's a good option for breakfast. Two two eggs over easy over fried rice with uh, a hash brown and grilled tomatoes every morning. That sounds pretty it's good. It's a buffet. You can do whatever you want. It, that was what I wanted. So it was very good. Now, I know rice is a very, like, for breakfast, is a very Hawaiian thing. Like, right. people will do, like, rice with eggs. So I don't know. Well, if and they, they had uh, the loco moco. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. I love that. That's a good Yeah. That's a good that's, thing. That's my favorite thing on probably on planet Earth. So uh, they had that. They had, um, you know, they had fruit. They had a lot of pastries, they had bagels, donuts. Um, you know, scrambled. They had an omelet station. It was like a normal breakfast buffet. Yeah, almost like a. I'm not going to say it was like a college 
buffet, but kind of like a, a college dining hall. But they had a ton of options, like something for everybody. Ton of options. Yeah. Probably the most options I've seen at a buffet on a cruise ship. Oh wow. Yeah. I was. And then they turn that. it over for lunch too, right? It goes right. Through. Yeah. Yep. They turn it over for lunch, and the lunch buffet. I mean, they had mussels, crab legs, shrimp. They had. Um, I love Indian food, and they had chicken tikka masala, so I I hammered that. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, they and had you can five just go, go ahead. And you can just go in whenever you want and grab a plate, basically, right? Yeah, I think it's eleven to three, and it's I mean it's included in the package. So if you're hungry at eleven, and then you're hungry again at one thirty, you can go grab another lunch. You know, I like to have a couple crab legs at eleven thirty, hop in the pool for yeah. an hour, and then go back out and have some tikka masala. It's one James Winston special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good and then also by the pool they had a couple options and, and we did that one day for lunch um they had a taco bar which is almost i would say it was like a chipotle okay uh, but better um you know fresh uh, it seemed like fresher ingredients and like a couple different options in terms of what rice you want the meat selection was a little different uh, and then they had a salsa bar right there, so you pick your own salsa. Uh, they had a, a pizza station where you could get by, grab by the sliced pizza. They had cheese, pepperoni. Um, they had they had a prosciutto and ricotta slice, which was <laughs> that checks a lot of boxes for me. So that, that was good. Great. And then they had like a supreme, I think, or maybe a vegetarian. Um, but that was that was really good. They had a, a burger and hot dog stand. They had an ice cream stand, and I want to say they had a. Uh, a barbecue stand as well so that was all right by the pool that was open i don't know if it was open 24 7 but it was open most of the day. yeah yeah and late night so if you wanted to grab a late night slice you could on the way back to your room so this stuff is basically unless you do the upgraded dining you just get food wherever you want whenever you, you show want. up ask yeah. them you know ask them for it and then walk away basically and I'm assuming like sodas and Powerades and all that kind of stuff too. Just alcohol a, you're a, paying for. Yeah. Yep. They had a soda machine. It was gra- and, and a coffee machine. You grab a cup and you you pour it and walk away pretty much. So that, that sounds nice. like that sounds like paradise for you and I, Mike. Doesn't that sound fantastic? Like I would. Can like one of your bags be like 150 like Miller Lights that you bring on to the ship? Unfortunately, no. And I looked at that because no. I was going to bring a bottle of McAllen on, and that yeah, was just going to get me through. You're limited to you can bring two bottles of wine or champagne on, but you can do it per uh per per person time on the ship. So you can you can bring two bottles the first day, drink them, get off the ship in Nassau, buy two bottles in Nassau, bring them back on, and then I I'm assuming they probably don't have a liquor store on Castaway K. You probably hose there, but um how do they know if you drank them though? I guess you could stockpile them but i guess you, it you're just saying you could get two each day and bring them on you, from the you can bring two through security each day so whether you drink it or not they don't care but yeah um, but you can't bring any on when you check in is what you're saying you can you can bring my sister brought two bottles of wine on no, so but you can't but beer is not you can't bring beer so they gotta make money somehow so yeah, how yeah. do they how do they know do they do they scan they, they all your luggage back. right yeah they, you're it's basically like going through tsa I mean, you're. I had to take my belt. Uh, no, I didn't have to take my belt off. But yeah, I have to take stuff out of your pockets, go through a security scanner. And so then if you t- if you got like a bottle of wine and filled it up with like your favorite whiskey, and then like put a wax seal over it, you could have like really made it work. Yeah, I don't think that far out of the box though. Unfortunately, yeah, you got so. next. Well, it's it's a learning next experience. Time. Always next time. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but you, I mean, you could in theory. Um, I mean, you could always just put it in the Listerine bottles like I used to in college. But <laughs> I used to put Boone's Farm apple wine in Powerade bottles and bring them to class. They yeah. had like the blue yeah. Hawaiian one. You put Whatever it works. You used to drink wine in class? Boone's Farm apple wine, yeah, on spring how did weekend. That, I've never done that. I'm a drunk. How did you get? How did that get started? Well, because it was spring weekend at UConn. It's like a four-day party. They start on Wednesday, and you just drink straight through the weekend, and it's it's insane. But I was the only idiot that went to class. There was like three people in class. Everyone else was hung over, but I still went to class. I would just bring the Boone's Farm apple wine with me. You'd have to get the blue Powerade bottle, 
and drink it. And then you'd have to get the blue Hawaiian Boone's Farm apple wine and fill it up. And then put it in your fridge the night before so it's nice and cold. And then you just drink it in class. See, that, that doesn't sound enjoyable. That sounds miserable, actually. The Boone's, that the blue Hawaiian Boone's Farm apple wine is a terrible drink, but it was like so sweet that you couldn't taste anything besides like the cloying sweetness of it. See, I, I feel like there's a lot of drinks that I would drink in college that back then was like, oh, yeah, this is good. And now it's like just like four locos. No, that's not. I can't imagine drinking a four loco. At this I used to drink now. Ice House in college because it was like the highest percentage for the cheapest amount of it's money. A mad dog. <laughs> yeah, I never got that. I tried that once. I was like, no, even I'm not that bad. I'm not drinking Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> can't do it. But anyway, sounds like it was uh pretty good. I mean, how were the pool situation and all that stuff on the ship? There was a. I was I, I was actually surprised how few pools there were. There oh were, really? Yeah, there was one pool, uh, like one main pool. Like they have that big family pool where they show like movies and stuff, right? They do, but that's even that. There's, there's like a wading pool where it's like six inches of water for like newborns and little like kids, year olds yeah. that can't swim. Uh, and then there's a hot tub and like a slightly bigger pool for kids. There's not really a a full pool right there. Is there an adults only pool? There is an adults only pool, but it's pretty small. Yeah. But it wasn't small, like it wasn't small enough. There was like at capacity ever. It was just crowded. Uh, I think the busiest area I saw was actually there was an adults only hot tub, and I that was usually like eight or nine people at a time the whole weekend. So um, I did not get in a pool the whole trip. No. Sat by the pool a lot. You know, got some sun. Um, I was gonna say, I, did you do like any of like they have the water slides and stuff too, right? I uh, I didn't do it. They have a it's like an aqua coaster is what they call yeah. it. Uh, I did not do it, but my cousin did it, and she loved it. So, and my aunt and uncle did it actually, and they had a fun time too. So they said it was a little short, but I mean, a cruise ship's only so big; you can only go so far. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it looked cool. I just didn't. Do you know if they, it was a long wait for him, or was it pretty easy? No, it didn't seem like it. It was a pretty oh. short line. Yeah, maybe five, ten minutes. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. No. No. no it wasn't. It wasn't no, like it... Uh, Space Mountain. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say they do uh, fireworks, correct? They did. I thought that was interesting. Um, they did them. So the the second night of the ship was a theme. It was pirate theme. So a lot of cruise ships do a um, like a formal night. They did a pirate night. So everybody dresses up like pirates, hmm. which I thought was fun. We didn't. We did not get the memo, and in fact, we dressed up as uh, gangsters because we were at the 1920s restaurant that night, which apparently is a thing. I, we were the only ones on the ship that dressed up like gangsters, so I felt like kind of an walking around wearing like a, a Kangol cap and a vest, but you know what? <laughs> Everybody else was dressed like pirates, so they looked like idiots too, so it's all good, but... Um, no, they did a pirate. It's it's a in Disney fashion. There was like a little show. They had Jack Sparrow, um, some some music, and then they did fireworks off the side. And they were pretty good fireworks for being out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I thought it was pretty pretty impressive. It's crazy to me. Like you think about being on that ship, and there's just like tons of like explosives just hanging out somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just ready to go off at any minute, at the wrong time. <laughs> I mean, they were all aimed off the side of the ship. So well, that's good. Well, I just mean where they store them before that. I don't know where they store Saying them. Saying that's unsettling. Yeah, just a little bit. Were. A little bit. I couldn't even tell where they were firing them off from, but we were talking like there's got to be some turtles out there that have never been exposed to like humans. And then <laughs> like, just what the hell's going on here? Like, what the is going on here? <laughs> Alex but, has given uh, me a lot of editing to do this week with the, uh, with oh. the cursing parts. You know? <laughs> He's sorry, Gary. Couple, couple extra sips of that that, uh, that whiskey, and now I got I got to go back with the beep button. <laughs> That's all right. I got it. I got you, Alex. Don't worry. Do you sorry, even? Do we even edit? Or... Oh, I do now. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. I apologize. That's okay, you're fine. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, I, the the uh, the fireworks were interesting, and and uh, apparently they're all biodegradable. So. Oh, so there's no like casings that just float in the water forever. No, no, that's good. Uh, well, apparently, at least not. that's what they tell you. They, don't, they're not, they say it's fish food, so they're in international waters, they don't care at yeah, that point. Really I mean, matter. they they make they make you drink your bloody Marys through a freaking piece of paper to save the environment, <laughs> but ah, the hell with the fireworks, yeah, true. We'll kill, we'll kill the ecosystem. 
That's a good point. I've I've heard there's uh there's some other cruise ships like because we we were basically on the same itinerary as other cruise ships. We saw them at every port, other than the Castaway K, um, and they got back at the same time. But I've heard that there's some other cruise ships that will actually like kind of tail the wish and then watch the fireworks from their ship as well. I like that. That's a good weasel move. Yeah, a thousand percent. You're on like budget cruise line. They're like, if you look real, if you look real close way out there, you might see a couple (laughs) of sparklers going up. It's firework night. (laughs) They probably advertise it too. Like, we're gonna do fireworks. (laughs) Oh no, we're not setting them off our ship. You're just gonna have to look off in the distance, and you might be able to see them. The wind's going just right. (laughs) Oh man, any final thoughts about the cruise that you want to say before we uh, wrap things up here? Uh, I did want to highlight the bingo. The bingo was the highest paying bingo I think I've ever seen in my life. And it was interesting, right? Because a lot lot of people, you guys aren't cruise people, but bingo is a big thing on cruise ships. Okay. And it used to be you would buy a bingo card and like a little splotter and you Mm -hmm. would self splot the bingo card. Uh, They have it all digitalized now. So you basically pay is like 40 bucks for an iPad. And the iPad keeps its own score. So you're just basically sitting there watching it. You're not even doing anything. You're not even doing it. Like I, I bought one and then went into the sports bar and was playing it from the sports bar watching football on Sunday. <laughs> which is great. I didn't win, but it, you know, it gave you that option. Uh, so you're basically sitting there waiting for it to tell you whether or not you have bingo. Which is that's that's like when I would go to Foxwoods and go into the key and into the uh Kino room, do like a ten dollar card of Kino because then they'd give you free drinks while you were playing the Kino card and just watch right. TV. Pretty much, yeah. like I said, they didn't give you free Except drinks. You don't get free drinks, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. It did kind of take away the fun of bingo, but I'm a degenerate gambler, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, had the action going. That was the only action you because a lot of cruise ships. Action I got all weekend, other than Atlantis, but yeah. um, it was it was interesting and. I mean, the pot, the lowest payout. So they had four games a day, and the lowest, the first day was four hundred dollars to the winner of whoever got just the straight line bingo. Hmm. And normally, it's on a cruise ship, it's like a hundred bucks. That's so they have, they have a five thousand dollar jackpot if you get it's blackout bingo, and if you get it in, I want to say it was forty four or less, you get five thousand dollars, and then that rolls into the second day. If you get it in 44 or less, it's $10,000, and nobody won it either time. So I don't know if it rolls into $15,000 on the next ship. Probably not. They probably just pocket the, the cash and yeah, I'm sure. move on. But, but maybe on a longer cruise, you get more. Yeah, like like if cruise, you did like a seven-day cruise, you might get a uh, you know, 15000 20000 yeah. So That's no, cool. the bingo was really – was, I was impressed with the bingo. I, I didn't personally do any of the shows, but I heard the shows on board were really good. And those are all included too, right? You could just those are all included. It's free. Yeah, all the entertainment's show. free. You know, they had yeah. they had character meet and greets. Uh, I I did not do any of those either. Um, you didn't want to get your picture taken with uh, Prince Snow Charming. White. Yeah, and you know what? I thought about it, but the line was too long. So it, that can happen. It, it's it's it now. Do they do it. like comedy and stuff too? Like. They have like comedy shows and things, or is it all like Disney I shows? I didn't see a comedy show. Um, they might have. They had a silent disco, which I had never done a silent disco. I always thought it was a little weird. I had what a does blast. that mean? So it's a silent disco. Everybody gets their own headset. Yeah. So you're listening into the music that's on there. They have three stations, and so it's the the headset gets colored based on what station you're listening to. So you're listening to the music, but like if you're looking at the room of people dancing, you can't hear anything. You just see people dancing. That, oh, so like, I'd be dancing to "Staying Alive," and Gary would be dancing a like Tupac or something. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And so, like, you can like try to sync up on the same station based on like the color of your headset and see what other people are listening to. But I, it was a blast. I mean, it's really no different from me going to eight tracks and de- trying to dance with a chick. I was completely dancing to a different song. Yeah, I guess that when you're like us, you dance into a different song no matter what. No matter what. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's different or if it's the same. You and I just we're moving a different way. Aren't we, but, but after like 13 or 14 beers and you see people, you don't hear anything. You just see people <laughs> dancing to like different tunes. That's going to really mess with your head, I think. It was uh, 
I'm not gonna say I passed judgment, but I walked by it the first night. And I was like, "What is what is going on down there?" <laughs> like, <laughs> That's very bizarre. You go in, I it's, like, it's dead quiet. You just see people dancing around. You can hear a pin drop. <laughs> That's bizarre. I've never heard of that. Never heard it was, of it. It was interesting, and I, I had heard of it before. I just never done it. And then, uh, yeah, I had a blast. So, if you ever get a chance, sign with Disco. It's a lot of fun. Hey, I'll try it. Um, you talked about the spa. Yep. Highly recommend the spa. I think that's it. There was a sports book, and it was during the World Cup, so we watched a lot of, a lot of soccer and uh, a lot of football, which is nice. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. So you enjoyed it, even being not a huge Disney fan. It was still I did. a good experience. The only thing is, it's I wish there was more for adults to do other than basically sit around and drink for three days. Yeah. Um, which, which is fine. It's just like if I'm going to go on vacation, I want to do stuff other than what I do at home on a weekend. See, I'd be good with just going to the buffet like seven, eight times a day. The buffet was the buffet was good. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a vacation. vacation. <laughs> it's not a vacation you're going to maintain weight on. Like you got to plan for at least five or ten pounds when you get off the ship. But right. easy come, easy go. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> you get the you get a good like listeria outbreak at the end of it. You're going to get that ten pounds right off anyway. That's right. <laughs> or whatever it is, one of those, like the, what was the, like they have all the viruses that go around those stomach bugs that go through those cruise ships like crazy. That's, I'm sure half the cruise ship probably got COVID, but <laughs> you, luckily yeah. we were all, we were all good. So it was a nice, it was a nice weekend getaway. And it was really, I mean, I took one day off of work. I was, I got off the ship at 630 in the morning and I was back in the office by 10. So nice. it was not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, well, we'll take our second break here, and we'll come back and uh, wrap everything up in just a minute. All right, we are back from break. Episode number 459 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about cruising on the Disney Wish with Alex. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. My Mike, did you have any final questions for our, our wonderful guest here? Yeah, who would you say ideally this cruise is for? Families? I would say... Um, hmm. Yeah, I would say families. Like families with like teenage kids or young, like four or five year old kids or any I would range. Say younger kids. The, younger, from a yeah. teenage standpoint, I don't think there's a ton to do. Uh, yeah. I had been on some cruises as a teenager where I had a lot of fun and I saw my 13 year old cousin who just, it, it wasn't the same experience. Um, from a, a, you know, six or seven year old, you still kind of get that Disney magic. You got the because your thirteen year olds going into that adolescence where they don't want to be around. They hit everything. They hit everything. Yeah, yeah, they hit everything. So, um, and there was they had kids kids clubs, which I didn't hear anything about. But um, and in fact, my youngest cousin wasn't old enough to get into them anyway, so they were basically hanging out with their parents anyway. But, now, what um, about your sister, who you said is a big Disney nerd? Did does she like them? The cruise? Yeah. Does she like Disney she cruises? She's ready to sign up for another one next year. So, I, yeah, I would say it's either, you know, Disney fans that are of drinking age or families with kids. Because there yeah. are a lot of bars on property. But for me, as somebody that's not maybe, you know, a huge Disney fan, like I like Disney, but I'm not a fanatic. Um, it was just a cruise ship with a bunch of bars. 
if you like being immersed in a Disney experience and you like drinking, it's fun. Uh, and if you have you know younger kids, it'd be a, it'd be a good time. So if you had like for you, it'd be better to do one that has all inclusive drinking because if you're going to be doing that, you'd rather not spend three four hundred bucks. Yeah, on beer every night. <laughs> well, so I ended up paying out of pocket after you know not including the actual cruise itself. I I think I spent seven hundred on incidentals and that included the spa. So half of the spa a and then. A little bit of little bit of bingo and then hundred bucks yeah. a day drinking not, or whatever. It's not gonna kill you. Uh, no, but I'm saying if you were gonna go on a cruise and it was just you or just like obviously you and your wife, and you wanted to just go and hang out and go to the bars and stuff, you'd go on one that has a drink package because you're not sure. It make sense that, to or like better if they ever had the same cruise ship with with better ports. I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Like being able to get off the boat for the whole day and go and see, you know, like if it went to like. Somewhere else in the in the Caribbean, other than maybe Nassau, Bahamas, right? Which they do um, on longer ones. They have yeah, stops, yeah. Obviously. It's tough with a four three four day three night because you can only go so far, right? But right, I think a, a cruise on the same ship with with better ports would have been a lot of fun. Nice. So yeah, I, I would recommend it. I think that's a pretty good endorsement from someone who's not you know doesn't have kids, not a big Disney fan, saying that it was still. It is. A, a good experience and the food was good and you you know the bars were good even though you had to pay out of pocket for everything you enjoyed the bars yeah and i would i would i would do it again yeah now do they you said your sister was ready to rebook i've heard they've done like rebook discounts like if you book your next one while you're on the cruise you get a disc did they yeah, offer that so most, to you or no because you didn't book it yeah no most cruise ships do that it's i think it's like 25 percent off your next one if you book before you leave and we actually have some family friends that do that every year. And like that's yeah. their vacation is they just go on a cruise every year to a different place. Um, I know Disney does some like Alaskan cruises. Yep. They do some longer Caribbean cruises. Um, we did be doing an Asian uh, um, Australia one coming up soon. Disney oh, is? Yeah. Wow. That'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, that'd be quite the excursion. Where does it go? Um, they just announced the itinerary. They're going, they're going to be going to, uh, I think like New Zealand hmm. and Australia. And it's like a 14 day Pacific Jeez. coast or Pacific. Coast. Probably a couple different places Cruise. in Australia. Yeah. I mean, oh, that would be a good, that'd be a good golf trip. Yeah. Oh, speaking of really quick before oh. we wrap up, did you want to? Tell Gary what you were offering with this uh, Scot Scotland trip. Yeah, Gary, I've got a, a Scotland trip lined up for July. Uh, we've got, we've got three rooms booked at all the hotels. We've got four passes for the open, and right now, which is me and my dad, we had the we had, a, had three people drop out last week. So, um, have room for really probably six people. Now, I could tell you that. The open's always the week of my birthday, so I could like have a nice birthday to myself and do that. Yeah, if you guys want to go, it, it's yours. So we and we could even save some money because we could go from three rooms to two. You guys could bunk up. And How it, long it, is it? And where are you, it, where are so, you playing? This this I, well, I'm I'm work I'm gonna get my cousin divorced here. But uh, that's yeah, this could be bad. Where are you going July this week? Scotland. What? Yeah. Well, give her at least seven months' notice. I mean, for crying out loud. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh july 21st to the 29th uh flying over friday night into the saturday morning and he's flying uh, direct so you could just come down to sarasota direct. we're flying direct from okay orlando all right direct from orlando thank you disney for providing direct flights in and out of orlando from pretty much anywhere in the world um flying direct into manchester going to the open on sunday at royal liverpool you got four tickets to that then we're driving from Manchester on Monday up to Turnberry. We've got a, a lot. We've got a round lined up at Turnberry on Tuesday. Wednesday we drive over to St Andrews. Okay. Um, Thursday we have a. I want to say it's Kingsbarn on Thursday, and then Friday is the new course. But we're going to get into the ballot for the old course. The new course, which was also built in like yeah, 1879 like or something. 300 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and what's, what's the, what's the classic, the old course, right? The old course is the, yeah. And they're only like, what, like 
30 or 40 years apart in the grand team of things. So. You're not playing the old course? Well, we're not. So the old course, there's only a couple ways to get on. Um, there's an annual ballot, and we we missed it by the time we found out that we had tickets. Uh, and then there's a daily ballot, which you fill out two days in advance. So we're gonna when we get there Wednesday, we're going to fill it out for Friday. And you find out the day before if you got in. Um, so we're going to try that. And then worst case scenario, if you don't get in on the daily ballot, you can show up at the starter shack and just whenever give you them want. 50 bucks. <laughs> whenever, no, whatever you want. And they just pair you with any groups that don't have four. So, like, we would not necessarily be playing together, but we could so get you're on. saying the four, me, Gary, your dad, and you, we'd just be sitting there with our bags, and they'd say, hey, Detweiler, and yeah. they'd throw you in with this three. So it's like single rider line on test track. It, it is. Yeah, it's single, <laughs> <rider>. yeah. <laughs> single rider line. So that's worst case scenario. And in July, you tee off from, like, 6 o'clock to, like, 8 o'clock because there's so much sunlight. Yeah, the sun doesn't go down to, like, 11 at night or something. Yeah, so we would get on for sure, worst case scenario. And then we left ourselves enough time to mix in a couple of the rounds if we wanted. Now, what's uh, this like? What's the budget looking like for this? It's about five thousand a piece, not including flights. Yeah, that's not happening. I could already tell you, I'm out. <laughs> so you're it's, talking five thousand for for golf and the hotels? Yeah, and rental car. But that's not. So a, now, I mean, so the flight's not going to be that much. Flight's another what five six hundred bucks probably round trip. Uh, for you, probably not too bad out of Boston. For me, yeah. it was. I did, I did not first class, but like the, the step below first class on the way over. Yeah. Premium, not premium economy, but like, I, I would say like maybe business class. Um, so I could have a lay flat seat on the way over to sleep and then, um, economy on the way back. And it was 2,500. Jeez. Yeah. That's it's not cheap, but <laughs> that's. That's killing my budget for like three vacations. Three. Yeah. Years. We gotta tell the kids, sorry, we can't go on vacation for three years because Daddy's going to Scotland for a week. It's gonna hurt for a while, but <laughs> you know, the course being shut down next next. Uh, no, summer that's a good gonna, point. It save me some money. It's gonna save me some walking fees. So it's a lot of walking uh, that's fees. Help. I mean, there no. You, well, hold, you, hold on. We can bring. Let's wrap this up. We could talk about this off the off the air here. Okay. All right. We're still recording. So. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you, Alex, for joining us. You know where to find us on all our social media platforms at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us reviews. It does help. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Anything else? Negative. All right. So that's going to do it for episode number 459 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For our guest, Alex Detweiler, and my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y